Hey, I'm Alex. And I'm Christina. And we're Poor as Shoes. Shoes. Featuring... Matt. Hello. <laughs> this is our podcast. We want to believe. Where we discuss the complicated and sometimes crazy TV show... The X-Files. You know it. You love it. And now we're going to talk about it. Welcome to episode 14 of We Want to Believe. Spooky. Indeed. Greetings, Greetings, everyone. Hello. Um, We were supposed to do a a season one episode, I think last time we were all together, and then we just sort of um, went on a hiatus for like two weeks. Yeah, we meant to do that. that. (laughs) I also got sick, like, twice, two weeks in a row, with different illnesses both times. Yeah. I also just came down with a bout of Olympic fever, and I couldn't, uh, there's nothing to do about that, and I had to treat it, and the only way to treat it was to stay up all night and watch figure skating. There really? is so much figure skating in the Olympics. That's what I learned about the Olympics this year, is that it's 90% figure skating, and I'm not complaining about that. I just, I, I, the music is so fucking stupid. I don't, okay. why can't it be cool? Like, I don't this, understand why. And also, my major complaint about this, like, in figure skating, watching Olympic figure skating, is the audio. And you know what? Not, you know, we, we, we do a pretty good job here over it. We want to believe. And I'm just saying, like, when you hear, when you're, like, watching a figure skating thing and, like, the audio that you hear is just, like, from the venue, and it's Mm -hmm. a giant arena, and it's so echoey. It sounds horrible. Half the time, you can't even make out what the song is. Like, honestly, they should just plug the feed in so that the viewers at home can get the full experience of what that is, because you miss so much of the, like, feeling of the piece. There's so much emotion and creativity involved, and yet all you get is this shit echoey sound. Come on, Olympics. You have some strong, I strong do. feelings. I about do it. have strong feelings about the audio quality. It's upsetting. I guess it is. And also, having to listen to the commentators is really kind of during too. figure skating. Yeah. yeah, and I feel like I was telling you guys about this, but it was like there's like this one Italian figure skater, and I guess she's like in her thirties now, and she's been like a top figure skater in the world for like fifteen years because she's fucking amazing. And just, like, the commentary was, like, despite turning 31 yesterday, <laughs> she still manages... People still want to fuck her. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, like, I can't hear this right so now. So inspirational. That, that was someone's comment, comment to me when I mm-hmm. said this thing about the audio. They were, like, well, then you can't hear the commentary. I'm, like, I don't want to hear no. it when I'm watching this, like, piece, you know? Yeah, maybe some closing remarks about the piece overall. Yeah. But during it, I'd like yeah. to enjoy... The moment. Oh, so you don't like it when they're like, and here it comes, here it comes, that one that she keeps fucking up. Oh, she fucked it up oh, again. Yeah. Oh, it's a it's a quad, let's... Ah, it's not a quad. What, you know, a quad. this is what I was thinking the other day. What happened to sow cows? 
I feel like you always used to hear about sow cows. Yeah. And where are they now? Now it's all, I find it's all about twizzles. I find there's a lot What's of twizzles. A twizzle? What's a twizzle? That's like the thing where they're in pairs. Like it's uh-huh. in the ice dancing, but it's also in the figure skating pairs. And it's like they're spinning at the mm-hmm. same time. Mm-hmm. And it's like a twizzle. Is it when they're holding each other and they're spinning at the same no. time? Or they're just doing their own spin? They're doing their own the like leg spin okay. on, oh. on okay. the spot, but at the same time. So they have to be like really in sync, in sync. with each other. Yeah. Anyways... I guess we didn't watch the X-Files and we watched the Olympics instead, which is the whole reason why new episodes of the X-Files wasn't airing. So we really fell into the hole. We fell into the trap. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's turn our attention to this week. Matt, please tell us what this episode was called. This episode is called, the title is uh, RM9SBG93ZXJZ. What do you think that means? Uh... I don't know. Maybe it's Mulder's like Pornhub password. (laughs) (laughs) It's uh, apparently, I don't know what the code is, but it's some sort of code for we want or the truth is out there. And I don't, it's a code for it. I don't know. I saw it in a tweet, but now I don't, I can't I think that was someone just tweeting that though. No, it Did was, they have evidence? I feel like it meant something. I feel like it actually meant something. They mm-hmm. were like, and the tag means blah, blah, blah. Like, it's some sort of a tag of a, some sort of a lang- coding language or something. Um, yeah, it also kind of reminds me of, like, uh, a, 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 a computer-generated or, like, automated password for, like, a dial-up internet. You know what I mean? Because I feel like in growing up in my house, like, when we got the internet, it was, like, dial-up internet, and the password was, like, Z54HKCEQ, and that's, like, I remember that. I remember that number for the rest of my freaking life. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's what it reminds me of. I found the answer. What? Believe it or not. The title of the episode, and I'm not reading that again, is uh, Base 64 String, that means followers. The sushi restaurant where Mulder and Scully are eating is named Forawa, which also is the word for follower in Japanese. Oh, okay. All right. I'm, well. I'm quite certain I butchered, like, that Forawa. I, I don't know if that's how you actually say I it. I think that's how you'd say it in Japanese. Ready? Yeah. Forawa. I, I believe you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I this is how you say my name in Japanese. Christina. <laughs> wow, that's really And Andrew's good. name is Andaru. What's really? mine? Alex. <laughs> <laughs> and Matt is bomb. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You translate yeah. perfectly, actually. That's so interesting That's exactly how they have a direct translation. <laughs> That's so great. Are you from Japan? <laughs> no, I'm just also... Um, I don't know. Actually, you know what? Andrew has a couple... Andrew's really into anime. I said yeah. anime the other day. He said, how did you learn how to say anime? Aww. And I was like... From you. I don't know. I guess I heard you saying it, and like his friend's Japanese, and I'll ask them how to like pronounce certain things. Uh, I can see. Andrew something. watches like a lot of Dragon Ball Z. Well, I have watched that whole. I watched Dragon yeah. Ball Kai. Like I watched it in Japanese with English subtitles. Did I ever tell you about this? Okay, this is nothing to do with anything. But the craziest. <laughs> Andrew was like, "There's an anime for everyone. Yeah, like there's true. there's sure. one, there's one for everyone." And I was like telling him some of the elements of stories that I like. And he, we watched this, ep- this anime about a guy that is naturally has really hot hands. So it makes him really good at baking bread. And like the whole <laughs> anime is about him going to this like elite bread baking academy in Japan, obviously like, yeah. And it's no, sorry. It's an international school too, I think. And, or it just gets into these, all these crazy competitions. It's like iron chef for bread. And he's just like this, he's like this raw <laughs> talent who's like not disciplined. Yeah. And his name is 
Azuma Kazuma. That's his name. That's fucking dope. Wait, does he bake bread with his hands? Like, no, it's just because like when he needs the dough, because his hands yeah. are hot, it does something to like the yeast and stuff it makes that it makes really the bread, bread like really good. So he's like, it's like that classic tale of like someone with like raw talent, mm-hmm. no discipline. He's cocky as shit, and he goes mm-hmm. into this like prestigious fucking bread school. <laughs> All these people who've been like grinding away and making bread for years. <laughs> it's just, it's called. Um, you can't remember what it's called? You just, like, went just on about it that about length. That. <laughs> it was Ozma Kazuma. That's his, the kid's name, and it's called... Fucking something or bread. Uh, I don't know. Let me just Google it. Hot bread <laughs> Honestly, hands anime. No, when they call it solar hands. Solar hands? They call it his solar hands. No, I, I tried hot... Ozma <laughs> Kazuma. Yakitate, yakitate Japan. Japan. Oh, yakitate. And Japan is a pun, because... Pong is the word for bread. Oh, okay. And J- Japan is. Of course. Well, they don't call the. They don't. Japanese people don't call Japan Japan, but that's the. Pun, yeah. Is Japan. Yakitate Japan. Japan. Never change Japan. Um, Never change. They're just fucking geniuses over there, dude. Except for when they're cutting ladies' heads off and putting them in suitcases. Yeah, that's weird. Not nah, nah. <laughs> That's kind of weird. Yeah, definitely. No, thank you. That's where the uh, summer games are going to be. In Tokyo, the, Tokyo, when I was in um, Kyoto, I met a lovely gentleman. His name's Samurai Joe. He gives walking tours of Kyoto. He's the oldest, um, like practicing tour guide in Japan. Yeah. And when I was there, he told us that his dream was to still be an active tour guide for the twenty twenty four. Um, is that what it is? No, 20, 20, 2020. 2020. 2020, sorry. Summer Games, I think. Summer yeah. Games in Tokyo. Sweet. I hope Tokyo. so. Tokyo! He's like, around. he's fucking old. But he's good. <laughs> he's still swinging his samurai sword. He, I, I held that thing that he he, he sliced it. Cool. That's awesome. Samurai Joe. Yeah. Check him out. I love Japan. And speaking of which... <laughs> this, yeah. episode. this episode opens in a sushi restaurant. Yeah. There are no Japanese people working in this restaurant. Which there are no other kinds of people working in this restaurant either. Do we gotta do a thirty second recap first before we get? Oh yeah. Too crazy. Okay, mm. but who's it gonna be between? Who won the last one? Um. You said that you thought Matt won the last. I one. I think objectively Matt won. Oh. Is there an objective? No, there's no objective. But I mean, if I'm being objective, like you know, I'm oh, trying not to be oh, biased oh, oh. and be like, I love Christina, so I'm gonna say that she won. <laughs> I love Christina and Matt, and Matt has, sucks. And Matt so. has already won so many times that I actually begrudgingly say that oh, okay. I see what you're saying. And mine wasn't good enough to beat him. I'm sorry, Christina, I failed you. I think that it's okay that, like, Matt is good at so many things. And I think that it's okay that this is another one of the things that he's good we're not, at. We're, oh, God, we're not doing this again, are we? We did this I'm last not gonna, I was going to bring it up. I was going to bring it up. Yeah, I'm no. not going to talk about it. I'm not, okay. not going to say anything. Fine. I'm, this is your week off. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> my New Year's resolution is to not bring up that thing. Yeah. My week off from this podcast, my, for the second job I have that I don't get paid Tune for. Tune in yeah. next week when we come back <laughs> to what we all want to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so Matt won. I think you and Matt should do it. Well, what, okay. why doesn't Matt pick a challenger? Ooh. No, don't put that on me. I don't want to. I don't want to choose. I don't, I don't wanna... You just pick whoever you think is worse that you have the better chance of winning against. Are we trying to ruin friendships? Is that... Uh... We're trying to ruin okay. relationships. I take you all to Ikea. Uh-huh. Did you say it's already happened? Like, our friendship's already... <laughs> already. I feel like everything on this... It's all been said. We always lay everything out on this podcast. <laughs> so, you know what? 
There's no hard feelings. Okay. okay, Alex and I will do rock, paper, scissors. I just, why can't you just do it? I already said I'll be the judge. Yeah, okay, you do it. You do it, Christina. Yeah, see? I was just trying to make it up to you. Okay, I will time it because guess what, guys? On the new iOS update... <laughs> you can finally time in seconds? You can time in seconds. Thanks, Steve Jobs' angel. <laughs> like, do you think he's an angel or do you think he's... I think he's a ghost for sure. He's a ghost yeah. in the shell, you know? Another anime. He has unfinished business. He's still lurking he's around. He's lurking around Apple headquarters, Pixar. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, who's going first? Um, I'll call it Christina. I, okay. We've identified that going first is a disadvantage. Okay. And we've Not identified going that I'm first because he's the reigning champ. Yeah, all right. Okay, ready, set, go. So uh, Scully and Mulder are the last two people on Earth, and they're surrounded by robots, and they're getting sushi. And then uh, the sushi place goes crazy because Mulder doesn't want to leave a tip. Uh, they try and get out. Um, they go back to their separate homes. They almost, like, die. Like, Scully almost dies in a car on the way there or something. Um, and then all the devices and the technology in their houses turn on them. They have to escape their houses. They get chased into a warehouse inexplicably. Um, and then a robot comes after them. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. But then what happens? Well, well, I got pretty know. close to the end, but... All right, Christina, you ready? All right. Ready, set, go. Skull, Scully and Mulder <laughs> enter into an episode of Black Mirror. The fucking end. <laughs> <laughs> that's my new, that's my new strategy. Okay, but um, they try to give him a blob fish at this sushi restaurant, and then they don't they don't tip. So then they, they all got to try to kill him, and then I threw my Alexa in the garbage. And then he tips. And then he tips, and then it's all fine. Oh, are you? I did two separate ones. <laughs> okay, guys. Hey, you can't have help. <laughs> what? What? Who, how did she help me? I said. That. I said that, like, 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 and then he tips him. Yeah, I, wanted, I, wanted to, I wanted to keep put your story in a circle, you know what I mean? Like, I wanted to... And I also, to just, like... circle. I, I see you, uh... I have, like, a new student in the Matt School of, you know, just doing the bare minimum. Yeah. I thought to, I like, taught you that. Just like the, the shortcut to success, which is uh, when you do a 30 second recap, just say it's another show and that's it. Okay. And then you win. But, but can I just say, okay. I'm to, about to announce a winner. But oh yeah. Right. I just wanted to comment on my, on my strategy. I okay. Don't, but maybe sure. we could do that after you announce Yeah, let's do it after. my strategy is whatever it is. Go ahead. I actually am going to give this win to Christina. <laughs> <laughs> for, for pure creativity. Now, are we judging on style points? Is that like, yes, it's like am, snowboarding? Now, it's like snowboarding. You know what? You've won too many times. Now I have to go on style fine, as well. This fine, is affirmative fine. action. Give other people a chance. <laughs> it's fine. It's okay. I'm cool, man. I'm down. You don't look cool. I'm so cool. I liked Christina's analogy. Yeah, it is a fucking episode of Black Mirror. End of story. What actually happened that's relevant to anything? I just want to say that the reason why I went that route is because Matt has gotten the actual 30 second, like, you know. The formal. So, like all artists, I take the <laughs> dominant ideology yeah. and I subvert it. You know, Matt is Impressionism and I am whatever <laughs> came after Impressionism. Cubism? Cubism? I don't, I don't I believe, know. Yeah. I don't know. I should have gone with something I know. Surrealism? 
<laughs> You're modernism, and I'm You're Salvadorism. <laughs> You're Pomo. It's Pomo. Postmodern. Yeah, all right. Weird for the sake of weird. Oh. oh. And I'm Pomo. You're Mo, and I'm Pomo. <laughs> Um, you're walking and I'm segways, okay? Come on. That's what I'm saying. In response to you. Yeah. In response to you. It's an action reaction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Situation. Because I know I can't beat you at your game, so. Yeah, right. you know what, though? Matt didn't even really get to the end, so. That's I know, true. he said then, then he they say all robot. He didn't actually deserve the win. Yeah. Sorry, I, Matt. <clears throat> okay, so now, what, it, what was this episode about? Because nothing. This... It was about nothing. This episode is about artificial technology taking over our lives artificial this no this episode what did i say you said artificial technology oh, artificial intelligence <laughs> uh. taking over our lives my brain yeah. doesn't work but this episode to me was like they wanted to create a fucking nightmare episode for middle-aged people like <laughs> yeah all yeah. the fears that middle-aged yeah. people already yeah. have yeah Next time that you have to help your mom with Skype, she's just going to be like, no, 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 no. I saw that episode. I saw what yeah. happened to Dana. They took her vibrator and they, <laughs> and they spilled all her crystals. And like, I don't want to be a part of it. Yeah. yeah, I know. It's so true. But it's like, because we're, yeah, we're a little bit more and people younger than us are more desensitized to this sort of behavior from technology, right? So yeah, people that are, people that are like about 10 years older than us mm -hmm. are definitely like the ones who are like hit hard by this kind of well it's funny because i was talking about this with someone the other day and there's like a there's a, a term for people who had like analog childhoods and digital adulthoods yeah i don't know what the term is but like, i guess that's if you think us. about that's it us. we're the last yeah. but that's like we're the last generation of that there's people oh, yeah. that are older than us like and even our like okay yeah it's not their childhood so i guess we are in that very perfect place where we are like not threatened by technology but we yeah. also don't put blind trust in it the way that like my 13 year old cousin would exactly oh, yeah. so true yeah we're in that really in between generation mm -hmm. of like exactly and it's so so we have an interesting perspective on all of this yeah so so yeah so the episode starts out and Mulder and Scully are eating sushi in a restaurant that has nobody else in it um, yeah, it's just creepy. And, and I have to give this episode props for, A, I thought, like, there were a lot of parts where the sound was really annoying, but mm -hmm. but I thought, like, the sound, uh, the sound effects that they used were really good and really interesting, and also like, just... accurate. And just the fact that there was maybe a dozen lines of dialogue between Mulder and Scully, like, the entire episode I thought was really neat. They but... didn't say a word to each other for, like, half of the episode, yeah. I'd yeah. say. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then, like, Mulder doesn't pay, it doesn't tip the place, and then he, like, goes back into the thing, because they won't give him his card back, so he just goes back to where people are making sushi, but it's not people, it's robots just yeah. carting sushi around. No, it's because they deliver him this, like, gross yeah. fish, and I don't even, like... Yeah. What was the... I don't really know what the... I guess they made a mistake? Yeah. And yeah. it was, like, this gross blob goop fish. And he was like, I don't want to eat this. And then rightfully so, he didn't want to tip. The Why does a robot need a tip? Yeah, that's but an they, excellent question. Like, I don't yeah. understand that. But they either. took his credit card. Yeah. Then he tries to go home, but it just keeps taking him back to the sushi place. Scully gets into a Whips, which is a driverless Uber. And... Which sounds like a terrible idea. It's And it's <laughs> in execution, terrifying, because yeah, yeah. they start driving extremely fast because she won't 
talk to the fucking Siri character that's inside the inside the car and then like finally gets home and like that car just stays there for like the rest of the time which is the scariest part of the whole fucking episode (laughs) well i think also scully is doing her own small rebellions like Mulder outright decides not to tip the mm. robots, but Scully won't review anything. Yeah, she's like... Yeah. And, like, I think those are her own kind of microaggressions against the robots. They don't care for her either. Which is, fa- like, I think is fair on Scully's part, because um, I was just thinking about how all of this, like, app tech stuff like that happened in the episode is... Mm-hmm my personal fucking nightmare like yeah like i i just want to go like i want to go somewhere and eat something and not be bombarded with like like rating things Mm -hmm. all Mm -hmm. the time or like you know the way the app store kind of works where like oh do you like this recommend and I, i understand the purpose behind that it's like if you recommend something or give it like four or five stars or whatever it you know it's good um it's good like publicity or Mm -hmm. whatever you want to call it for for that app but just to be bombarded with that stuff all the time Mm -hmm. is so fucking annoying so i totally get you just want to ignore it yeah why scully's like i just want to sit in my uber and go the fuck home and not really have to deal with anything you know quit asking me what music i want to listen to quit asking me if i want to watch tv i don't already paying for it like you're paying for it so why do you have to do this extra step and give this extra information when you've like paid for a service it's 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 definitely an annoying thing so i get why you would want to do it but she does end up in a pretty she ends up in a few precarious and very dangerous situations because of the artificial intelligence technology that is in her life, like that driverless car, and then that her smart home monitoring system, mm-hmm. this random vacuum that she gets in the fucking mail from it's a, like a secret admirer. Yeah. Like, L- like literally, that's exactly like what it is. Like sent from Jeff Bezos, yeah. like himself. <laughs> and like <laughs> mapping out the plan of her apartment and like saving that information and like firing it off. And that's another thing that happens to us all the time is that any information that we put anywhere mm-hmm. is being fired off to people who can use that information. Yep. So it's, uh, it's pretty true to life, I think, but it, this is obviously just like an extreme example a very black mirror example yeah. if you will i honestly felt like the whole episode could have been in black and white i i thought that stylistically i actually really enjoyed like the aesthetics of this yeah. episode yeah. it captured this kind of futuristic dystopian futurism yeah and i don't know is that like an aesthetic can we can we name that right now dystopian futurism For yeah sure. yeah coined we coined that. it um and I think, like, but also it was just one of those weird standalone episodes, so I'm not quite sure what year this was supposed to be in, because Scully has a completely different haircut. Her house is completely different. Like, is this just a, uh, uh, like, a, a thought experiment episode? Like, maybe. I, do you think it goes into... And they live in separate houses? And I feel... Well, yeah. And I, it's like, is this the future? Because we don't have that stuff now. No. Are so they in the is, FBI? That's the question of every episode, though. Are <laughs> they actually in the FBI? And in yeah. this one, I don't know. Are they? I think, well, I think maybe Scully had just bought this house. Mm. Because Mulder shows up towards the end. He's like, why is your house nicer than mine? Yeah. Like, as if he's never been there before. <laughs> it's very yeah, strange, but like, but... that's why their relationship is so super freaking weird. That is true. And... It's conf- Yeah, it's like they don't have any other friends. Like one thing that I was thinking about was how like when all the chips were down, like Scully tries to contact Mulder and Mulder, when everything's fucking up for him, he runs to Scully's house. 
like they have no other human connections or ties in their lives. I think that's like true, not just in this episode, but like yeah. Except for Skinner. Skinner! Except for Skinner, but, like, just barely, because they would love to just edge him out anyways. Like, (laughs) they, they, they have, like, neglected every other relationship in their lives for each other, but also won't admit to, like... Being, liking each other. It's very strange. (laughs) They're, uh, oh, what was the, what was the term I heard? They're, they're a partners. A A partners. partners. Yeah. They're partners who don't, oh, like, who, who have their own apart. places. Who are, yeah, they're partners who are apart. That sounds like a dream, actually. Yeah. When you think about it, it's maybe a good setup. I think it might be, I think it might be onto something. It might work for me. <laughs> I just, you know, I just think, like, what if I had my own bedroom? Maybe that's nice. That yeah. is nice. I think you can do that anyway. It's all about setting your own boundaries and stuff. Totally. That's so true. works for you. Yeah, so, yeah, so, so I true. guess who are we to judge yeah. what their relationship is like, you know? But it's just that sometimes it seems like they don't even like each other. They're like, are they together? And then, yeah, like, not are to they even jump super ahead, but, like, right at the end, like, then they're, like, holding hands at the... It ends up being this sort of, like, cliche commentary on how, like, couples, when they go out to dinner now, they're, like, just always on their phones. Because at the beginning of the episode, they're at that sushi restaurant. Everything's automated. They're both just looking at their phones. They're not even looking at each other. They're not talking to each other. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, they're, like, looking at their phones, scrolling through their phones, doing stuff. And then, like, Scully goes and, like, holds his hand to be, like, you know, Put maybe we should interact down. with each other. <laughs> I, I mean, I think I said before, and I don't know if we were recording it or not, that I don't know what the point of this episode is, but I fully know what the point of the episode is because Mulder says it at the end. He says, we... They learn from us, and he's referring to our AI, all algorithms yeah. that learn, yeah. take in the fodder of whatever humans put in or are doing. Yeah. They learn from us, and we need to teach them better. And I think that in the in the classic, whatever this like paranoia is about technology that they're trying to tap into in this episode, the way that they set things up, like technology is cold, it's impersonal, it makes you disconnected from people, and then they return to this like analog world of a diner with that staff with people. They put their phones down, they hold hands, things are rosy, like it's actually lit warmly. Where mm-hmm. like the initial sushi restaurant was like cold, cold and yeah, yeah. like. It's just kind of hits you over the head with that idea that, like, yeah. technology is, like, yeah. disrupting our social connections. But, like, I don't think that's true. No. I don't think it necessarily is true either. But I do think the they learn from us thing is pretty haunting because yeah. they learn from our behavior. We we terrorize each other. We yeah. treat other people horribly. We treat... And, like, yeah. that's what... Yeah. that's I think that's what the message was. Like they learn from us like we have to be good to each other so that they have an example and i like that message and i wish that instead of hitting home the technology is ripping Mm -hmm. us apart yeah they focused on that because that's a way more interesting they should have explained that better they should have explained that better for sure because i think that that's a really like haunting true thing that it's like if artificial artificial intelligence is like just taking in what it sees it is taking in some pretty fucking horrible, horrible things. Yeah, well, I mean, and I think that was the point, too, like, uh, that they were making in the cold open Mm -hmm. before the credits, uh, because they were talking about that AI that, was it, it was a division of Microsoft or Face, I think it was Microsoft, Hmm. I can't remember, but... Potentially Yeah, but they unleashed this AI on Twitter, Mm-hmm. Uh, on social media and they're they make this big announcement like we've created this super sophisticated ai that will learn based on the interactions it has with other people and of course 
you set it loose in like the most toxic human environment possible. <laughs> Twitter. And it, yeah. And people are just like saying as much foul shit as they can. Like, yeah. Like the Hitler was right, all that fucking garbagey 4chan bullshit. Totally. Mm-hmm. And, and it became this horrible, horrible, horrible thing. It's like so bad that they had to shut it down and like delete it. Yeah. So, and I think that was the point there. Yeah, and I, I, like, to go back to what you guys were saying, I think that is the point that mm-hmm. they were trying to make. Like, you know, we have to be careful. We have to shepherd AI and technology mm-hmm. along very carefully. Mm-hmm. We have to be, like Mulder was saying, better teachers. Definitely. Like, I think, and I think that that's a really great message. But I think it was kind of muddled, like Christina was saying, with other messages, including what Christina had mentioned about like technology kind of being like this division, like creating division between human beings, but also the the overall message that you should tip your servers. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, we'll be fucking get you. Be good well, to each other. I have to say that, you know, there's a very thought provoking and I think um, <clears throat> well argued point in an episode of uh, This American Life that tipping is actually the most stupidest way ever that you could re- reward employee performance. So I don't believe in that. I don't. I, I agree with that argument. Why would you pass along the rewards to your cons- your customers? Like you don't. If you want to reward your employees, you should reward them. You shouldn't leave it up to like these Somebody random ass people that yeah. just like come through your doors. Like it's anyways. a really fucked up <clears throat> system. Yeah. Um, so I guess getting back to where where we were in the episode. So so Scully's at home, and. Her, all of her appliances are trying to kill her. Don't worry, your pal the garbage disposal's still on your side. Hey, someone dropped a shiny diamond ring down here. Yeah. Uh, which I mentioned when we were watching this, but this is also an episode of Futurama, pretty much. Like, it's also an episode of The Simpsons. And an episode of The Simpsons, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pierce Brosnan is the voice of that <laughs> The sexy, the that. sexy house. Yeah. Hello, police. I think my house killed my husband. This is Constable Wickham's. We'll be right there. Um, And Mulder, meanwhile, is at home because he's left his credit card in the insane sushi place. Mm -hmm. And he's trying to call the credit card company to presumably cancel it because he's never getting that fucking thing back. (laughs) And all these drones start showing up. Yeah, and then he, like, hits one with a baseball bat. It's all very signs. Yeah. He's just, like... Yeah, very signs. And then, like, other drones come to, like, pick up the injured drone, and it's like their family has been offended (laughs) by the fact that he hurt their baby drone. And then a bunch of little baby drones follow him around like like he's their dad. Interrupt and, like, him eating his pop tarts. Yeah, he's just trying to fucking have a tart. Didn't I found it quite biblical? Yeah. Like it was like a horde of locusts yes. descends yeah. upon his house. Very much so to punish his sins. No, I was just gonna say the the takeaway I got from this was like technology is the worst kind of stalker. Like your stalker <laughs> ex boyfriend or ex girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, like know? it couldn't be worse. Yeah, like like Scully comes out of her house and that fucking car that drove her home is just there. I know. With the headlights on. Like, and what, what are you doing? What are you doing? Can I come in? Like the flashing, flashing the headlights and shit. I was actually that scared the shit out of me because if that happened to me, I would be fucking terrified. Um, but yeah, and also the fact that she has, like, some stalker secret admirer sending her a fucking vacuum. Yeah. Like, it's so true. It's just, like, the scariest date, dating experience you could have. <laughs> the vacuum 
finds her vibrator under the bed. What a great Easter egg. And, or, like, not Easter egg, but, like... And tries to sell her a new one. Yeah, and tries to sell her a new one. It's available in new fun colors, bold colors. Yeah. I, I, you know how they say that, like, New York City is the fifth character in Sex in the City? Yeah. Well, like, Scully's vibrator is the third character <laughs> in this episode. Because <laughs> it's just, like... You, you're so excited that it happens at first, and then you're like, well, that was a nice little tidbit. But then it comes up again! Yeah. And you're Which, like, yes. A couple more times. Yeah. Yes! You're like, yes, this is what I've been fucking waiting for. Yeah. It was great. So... She has it in her pocket. <laughs> Just in case. Oh, they say, keep your friends close. <laughs> and your vibrator is close. In your pocket. In your pocket. <laughs> so close. So close. Um, you never know when you might get a private moment or not a private moment. I don't know what people are doing. I don't know what Shelly's doing. Just vibrating themselves in public? <laughs> Why not? Maybe if you could be discreet. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe if you're bored at work. I don't think that's appropriate work. <laughs> it's not appropriate work behavior. I will. I Call will, me square, but I don't. <laughs> I will not condone it. I won't mm. tell anybody. <laughs> Now you're being like very David Duchovny, Red Shoe Diary. I know. Like, <laughs> do it and write in a letter about it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I read this in a penthouse once. So, so then... my evil Roomba found my vibrator under my bed, and then I and then I took to work. to the bean at work. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> While my house was trying to kill While me. While my house was trying to kill me. What a specific letter that is. Yeah, <laughs> it's a very special situation, a special mm-hmm. circumstances. Mm-hmm. So her, yeah, the house is fucking going crazy, and then Mulder shows up in the nick of time, but then like she has to fucking, as per Scully, regular protocol, has to smash through the fucking door to get out just in time for an explosive gas fire mm-hmm. and yeah. caused by her evil home smart home system the bushwa human is a virus on the hard drive of the working robot yeah, yeah. and combined with the vacuum because the vacuum sucks up a couple matches how does that set off the match because the sulfur i guess like when it got sucked up it rubbed Burr. against yeah oh. it like grabbed it and then it started spinning really fast yeah, and it's it... like <laughs> It was it's like a, real like fucking a, ridiculous. It's like a jihadist yeah. fucking yeah. Roomba. <laughs> and then and then Scully and Mulder run away, and they're running from all these drones and all this shit into like a warehouse district. And then they end up leaving their phones and all their personal devices, including Scully's vibrator, behind so that they can't be tracked. Mm-hmm. And they're like whispering to each other about it because everyone's listening to them, and they're in a fucking gunfight with the 3d printer yeah how fucking weird is everything that? is just so out of sorts which i was just like it just fires bullets like One in line. a row just don't stand there because it didn't articulate like, it can't it wasn't, move no it, wasn't, it couldn't move it's like how dumb is this gun what a bad gun maybe it is. could but it wasn't showing all of its skills just yeah. yet i don't know maybe. it was hard to take that risk and then then a big giant robot comes in and then gives Mulder his phone, and it's like, you have fucking ten seconds to tip this goddamn sushi restaurant. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, he so is pissed that he does it, and he's so fucking pissed about it. Like, could not be more upset. As I would be, because if I got delivered a goop fish instead of whatever the fuck I ordered at a restaurant... And then was forced and to had tip. to pay $55 for it, and was forced to tip by fear of my life, I would be very upset. <laughs> fear of my life. Like, yeah. What the hell? 
Uncool robots. No. Unfucking cool. Not cool. And then, like we already brought up, they the final scene is in a very warm, friendly, mm, bustling yeah. diner yeah. with. There's a friendly black lady. There's people working there. There's people eating there. There's people yeah. talking to each other. And Scully and Mulder share a warm, handheld moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's pretty much her. That's yeah. the episode. So, yeah. I feel like we went through what the actual episode was pretty quick. But, like, that really wasn't a whole lot going on. No, like, it was mostly just them running away from robots. Yeah. And... The segments are going to be interesting because... We really have nothing for... Because there's not a lot of dialogue. Like, So, okay, if we're thinking about Mulder Lodge... Hey, Scully, look at this. Mulder Lodge is that I'm not going to tip these people. (laughs) Yeah. Or what about when his GPS can't be trusted so he uses a map? Yeah. To get to his own house. I was thinking about that. Why don't you know where you you are? Yeah, Yeah. I'm like, are you in a place you've never been before? Like, that's when you would use the maps to get home. That's why I feel like they just got transported to the future. Or sometimes, like, you know, when you just want to know what the quickest route is home, but then, like, you can still use your own mind to, like, (laughs) defy that if you want to. Like, I don't know why he feels like he has to listen to what this thing is saying. I think it raises an interesting point because, um... You know, maybe this is a new place that they decided to go to for dinner, and Mulder's like, I've never been here before, so I need to, I'll just throw it in my GPS and drive there from my house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like, you're following your GPS, and you're not really totally thinking about where you're going, and, and it's interesting because I remember, I think we've I've brought this up before, but uh, there was a really interesting article I was reading a, a little while ago about um, how technology like GPS has caused people to forget how to recognize landmarks, how to know where they're going. Yeah, like, and remember. How to remember uh, how you get to places. And they were also talking about that in conjunction with um, people who play a lot of video games because a lot of modern video games these days, if it's uh, if it, ha- it usually has a map and a GPS mm-hmm. and it tells you where you are, so you don't even need to really look at where you're going. You just look at the map and the GPS. It's really easy to forget like how you get to places to use your own like yeah use your own like memory and stuff yeah it's so true because you just sort of it's it can happen that you're just like sort of not blindly but definitely just listening (laughs) you know like just following along with whatever you're being told by your map yeah Yeah. absolutely i've found that like even just driving around the city, I'll forget what streets are east of what other streets because yeah. I always have my phone plugged in yeah. to like listen to music. So then I might I'm just like oh, I'll just throw in wherever I'm going. So I'm actually trying to to not do that because mm-hmm. I think it's ridiculous that I don't know the order of streets in my own town. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. So I think Mulder might have yeah fallen a little bit victim to that situation. And in terms of logic stuff, like yeah, he. In Mulder's mind, he just doesn't want to do this tipping situation. He ends up having to do it, but he definitely kept it going for as long as he fucking could, which is Mulder style, I feel. And um, what else? Like, he does some weird stuff at home, too. Oh, when he, like, beats up the fucking drone with a baseball bat. (laughs) I was like, I don't know. I don't know if that was the best move for him. I understand. I would probably do that. Just because it's super fucking annoying, this thing buzzing around like in front of yeah, your in house. your house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
It's really wailing that it's shit. alarming and how did the tiny drones get in his house? They were like flying in one by one through like a window or something. Oh, yeah, maybe he okay. left the window open. And then suddenly there were like a hundred of them and it was pretty fucking crazy. Yeah. And that's when he was like, I'm going to Scully's. <laughs> I'm out of here. I'm going to blow this popsicle stand. Get the fuck out of here. Um, I'm just going to head over. Scully, Scully doesn't really have a debunk. Come on, Mulder. Look at the tangible. But I think she has her own kind of logic where she thinks that Mulder sent her that killer vacuum where clearly yeah. the robot sent it to her and i don't know why she doesn't and and like with her her um home security system she just keeps putting in the yeah. same she's like why isn't this working like i don't understand like, scully's debunk <laughs> is like her just being herself yeah, to it. the point of like <laughs> trusting technology so much that she would allow her entire house and life to be run by it get woke scully yeah because she doesn't think that anybody or the government is out to get her and she <laughs> just like yeah she that's that's really her downfall in this situation mm -hmm. her, scully's debunk is her inability like is her like naivete mm -hmm. totally yeah I don't really have a debunk for this, just, you know, Scully being, Scully yeah. doing her, her own thing. I think it took her a long time, I feel, before she sort of realized, like, technology is kind of going crazy here and yeah. is very hostile. She yeah, it took her a long time to realize, like, this robot trying to fucking kill me. Yeah. It didn't really, <laughs> you know, sink in until she was just blown right out of her house yeah. <laughs> and then she's like oh at which point they both are like pretty accepting of the situation and they're like we ought to get the fuck out of here get rid of our fucking phones like they're they're on the same page so that's always a nice thing when scully and Mulder are like yeah all right we're doing this fucking thing mm -hmm. now yeah totally I don't like yeah. when they're apart, and I didn't like when Scully was alone at home and that fucking car was just sitting out there. It really scared me. Isn't it so funny how, I don't know if it's anthropomorphizing, but I guess they're, yeah, they give these kind of human-like qualities to yeah. robots. Mm -hmm. And even, like, the way that it says what it's going to do, like dispensing ice, like, I don't know, yeah. why would it do that? Like, why wouldn't it just do it? Why would it tell you what it's doing? Yeah. And, like, the way that it blinks the lights, like, that's threatening because... That's like what humans would do, yeah, but like, how does a they car learn know that? from us? I don't know. It's so weird the way that the robots are all just like looking at Mulder. Yeah. Yeah. Looking. And all the I lights are red, like they're yeah, friendly. Yeah, like they're angry. Yeah. They start out a front, nice, friendly green color, and mm -hmm. then when they're angry. They turn red. Yeah. Just like, you know. Or just the other threatening things they do for fucking being robots, like Skynet is real, and the next step. <laughs> Is Terminators it's being unleashed yeah. in the fucking? Well, I already house. said I don't want to live in that time. I, <laughs> I said as long as the day that my door becomes not a real analog, you know, door made of, that I can open at any time, I don't want to be around anymore. True, that's a really good yeah. limit. That's a good boundary to place right now. Just make sure your door that is you can still control, but you're controlling it, not your control. You are, you're not controlled by your door because you know I don't think your door like, control you. Back at school, we would always kind of these thought experiments about DRM. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And um, to what degree could that go? And it would be like all these microtransactions. Like you want to go through a door, you pay 10 cents. Like that type oh, of idea. God. But then I guess it becomes even more sinister. It's just like, oh, your house just tries to blow you up. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Still, hmm? That's the uh, world Elon Musk has been trying to uh, warn us about. Warn us about this yeah. whole time. And actually, Scully's reading about that yeah. in the episode. So yeah. there's a lot of like allusions to all of these things. 
Old Musky, he's a smart guy. Yes, he is. And um, what else is there? Scalder Watch? I'm perfectly happy with my friendship with Agent Scully. Yeah. Well, friends. The handhold at the end with the nice shoulder lean. It's no. confusing to me. I felt confused that that happened. It's, I don't know. I think my favorite mo moment was when Mulder teased Scully about getting all her personal effects. <laughs> <in. laughs> yeah. And except for one, which was her vibrator. You're going to have to get her a new one. My, Moldy. Uh... My scolder wash moment is actually the beginning when they're getting sushi together and um, she's like taking a selfie oh, yeah. of Mulder with that gross fish. But like the whole <laughs> vibe I got from this where they're just sort of like hanging out and looking at their phones and doing something weird and different and, mm -hmm. and whatever, it, it just kind of made me think of like... Like this middle-aged couple, they've just gone through like separate divorces, <laughs> they've maybe been friends for a long time, they mm -hmm. decided to get back into like, you know, the excitement that dating can be. So they go to this <laughs> fucking weird-ass sushi place. Yeah, for the experience. Yeah. For the experience, and then uh, and then everything tries to kill them, just the way that a normal date goes, right? Like, yeah, normal date things. Yeah. Um, okay, here's a question. Out of all the food types that you would want robots to prepare for you, do you think that sushi is a good option or a bad option? Bad. Because sushi masters are like... I know. This, they're insanely experienced. Mm -hmm. Like, I would... There's other... I think other kinds of food that, yeah, would make more sense to be a little bit more automated. But, like, sushi is like... It's like handcrafted yeah. delight. On the other hand, sushi is also just raw fish. So it's not like you really need to make sure it's cooked well. Well, they didn't fucking do a good job with those robots. You know what? So those robots need some more training. I think, well, it's all about selecting the right types of fish and, you know, cutting it properly and selecting it and making sure it's good because you don't cook it. You can't there's, mask there's any. There's finesse. In, you know, there's a finesse. Yeah, there's a finesse. Okay. Well, I think like uh, flipping burgers. Yeah. I agree with great. that. Yeah. Making New York cries. I'll walk. I'll walk back my earlier statement because I feel like I probably made a lot of sushi lovers really angry by just yeah. saying that. Matt doesn't like sushi. That is also true. Yeah, Not for lack of trying. You're, no, you're, you're biased in this situation because you don't like sushi, and yeah. I mean, like, I do like sushi, so I also have a bias. But I also know that it's like it's like an art. Mm -hmm. It's really treated as an art, and yeah. so if they learn from us, I just don't know what sushi chef they were learning from someone who sucked quite bad which <laughs> is like take the whole fish and just fucking throw it on a plate put it on a plate and yep. uh, there you go i think um there is a robot in japan or korea south korea not north korea <laughs> I'm sure there's a robot there too but it doesn't make ice cream cones this one makes ice cream cones so there's like a booth it's a fully automated thing where like you go to the booth you put in your money, it can make one thing, which is a soft serve cone. Cool. And the robot is like, has arms and it just like go, takes the cone, fills it up with ice cream, then like gives it to you. Sweet. Yeah. So, I mean. That's pretty easy. I would trust a robot to do that, I yeah. guess. Yeah. Uh -huh. That's been proven to work. It works. If it works, it works. Yeah, man. <laughs> special effects. Uh, there was so many like this whole episode was nothing but special effects mm -hmm. really mm -hmm. just robots yeah. everywhere doing stuff and it didn't even really feel like special effects because it felt like real life i think like the cloud of 
pink drones following them yeah. really reminded me of that swarm of green whatevers yeah. that's like in the first season. Me too. Yeah. It was a bit funny. It was a little bit funny, and I think Matt and Matt brought this up before. Um, the sound design was really good, like mm-hmm. that. Not that that's like a super special effect, but it was like. It was annoying and it was invasive, and I think that's re- really yeah. what they were trying to bring across, and yeah. it worked really well, even though it was like annoying and very like gets right into your brain, but it made sense. So well yeah. done. I agree with all of those points, especially the sound effects part. I really mm-hmm. enjoyed. Yeah, they they made them sound like, yeah, um, like buzzing in- insects and yeah, yeah. It's like stuff is buzzing, and it's so true. Like whenever you're around, you know, like sometimes when you're just like alone at home and it's like quiet but it's like what's that buzzing noise you know (laughs) it's just all these things buzzing around us and it's just like that's what we're that's what we're facing and that's what like this episode is it's just like all the things that are around you are buzzing and when you get a lot of them together they're gonna buzz really loud and it's gonna be annoying as hell i also really uh i really like the um the fucking emoji thing that's in Scully's uh, whip it or whatever. Whips. Whips. Whip oh, it. yeah. He's like, hey. Whip it. <laughs> Scully got it in. Scully's doing whip it. She might doing whip it and she hallucinated that yeah. freaking emoji face. Yeah. yeah. I, that, that emoji was fucking whack. <laughs> and then every time she said, like, you know, she's like, be, be quiet. quiet. And he would just make this real sad face. Like a frown. A, a frowny frown face. face. Yeah. He's like, fine, so we'll take fine. you home, but we'll almost kill you doing it. Yeah. <laughs> Is there anything else? Oh, rating. Um, yeah. Okay, who wants to go first? I give this episode seven tiny little drones mm-hmm. out of ten. Hmm. I think it had some interesting critiques on society and the future and the current state of things, but it was lacking an overall storyline, and we're getting pretty down to the wire in terms of the number of episodes that are left, Mm -hmm. and so I found myself, I find myself just wanting more of the storyline, the general storyline. Yeah. Even though it was, like, you know, a pretty good episode. And I also missed... I think, like, part of the magic of Scully and Mulder is, like, how they they interact with other people. Like, how Mm -hmm. they interact with the sheriff in town. How they interact with their other FBI co-workers. You know what I mean? Like, it just didn't... It was really missing that, even though there's, like, all these robots. It just... Yeah, I just felt like it wasn't... It wasn't the best X-Files episode for me. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna give it... Hmm. What do I want to use my rating as my rating system? Mm. I'm gonna give it a fifty-five percent on the dystopian futurism Battery. gradient. <laughs> I just made that up, and I think <laughs> okay, <laughs> means nothing to anyone. Um, I think that it was like I loved one of the messages, like as we talked about, that it's trying to touch on, and I think that it. It hits you over the head too much with like murderous robots. Like that's been done. Like that's we've we've seen so many iterations of like a killer house and robots. I want to kill you. Mm-hmm. Like you had. To, I think there was an opportunity to focus on a little bit of a different part of it. Mostly like AI learning from us and like what does that really look like and mean? Because it's not like they were acting like assholes and thus teaching these a like these robots a bad lesson. They were reaping 
I guess, the consequences of what they had learned thus far. Yep. Um, but I think when we, we were very familiar with that narrative of, like, what happens when we are mean to robots, like, what happens when we're mean to robots or when robots try to kill us. Like, I get what that looks like. Like, it shoots ice cubes at me and then 3D prints bullets, I guess. Like, I don't know. Um, so, <laughs> I don't know. I, I, but aesthetically, I really liked I thought it looked really good. I think it sounded, like, yep. on theme, as, as we said. So I think there's, like... Something a lot to like, but I do think that when you compare it to how many episodes are left, what did it really add to the overall canon? Well, Maybe not a lot. Yeah. Well, I will give this um, seven and a half inch Scully vibrators out of ten. <laughs> I almost just did a spit take. <laughs> <laughs> Onto your laptop. Onto my laptop. Um, yeah, I, I liked the sort of minimalist aspect of, mm. of this episode with, you know, not a lot of dialogue, a lot of just sort of meaningful looks, um, <laughs> and looks of confusion <laughs> at exactly what is going on here. The, the message I didn't really appreciate, like, I don't know, in some ways I did appreciate the message of like, yeah, if, you know, AI is going to be a thing and it's going to learn from us, we, we do have to do a better job of how we want to represent ourselves to AI or it will just fucking kill all of us. <laughs> and, and really, maybe we have a comment. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So says David Attenborough. Yeah. <laughs> he thinks that we're a fucking plague on this planet, which we are. We sure are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We are We are a virus, definitely. Yeah. Um, so there's that message, but then there's... Um, I'm trying to think. But then there's the other message of like, just basically, you know, we're here to scare the shit out mm-hmm. of middle-aged people who don't understand technology very well, which or I didn't no. really appreciate all that mm-hmm. much. It I'm could be like, scarring. Uh, okay. The potential for scarring you is just real. fucking really laid it on. There's yeah. absolutely no subtlety about mm-hmm. any of that. Eggs, yeah, I so, totally agree. Agreed. But uh, I did like a lot of the different aspects of the episode still. So It's exciting to figure out. It'll be exciting to know. What else is in store for the rest of these episodes? We got, uh, like, three left, I think. Yep. And then there's no more Dana Scully, at least, but... We don't know. We don't know. We don't know what's gonna happen. Well, there's only one way for us to find out, and that's for us to sign off today. Yep. Okay. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. See ya. Hey, thanks for listening to our podcast, We We Want Want to to Believe. Believe. Brought to you by Poor Shoes. Featuring Matt. Tune in next week when... Mulder and Scully suspect that darker forces are at play as they investigate a brutal animal attack on a little boy in Connecticut in the episode titled Familiar. Ooh. Interesting. There's like the fucking creepiest thing I've ever seen on. Oh, oh my it's God. like a ventriloquist doll. <laughs> it, this looks horrifying. <laughs> it looks so I scary. hate that. In like the the tag poster for this on IMDb, Ew. it looks fucking gross. And Great. Horrible. I hope that we're gonna watch that together. I I'm can't scared. wait. Yeah. That's okay. Really scary. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Do 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 do